<laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Games Group. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield, and joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. I'm going to start this. I'm going to say happy. <laughs> Colin Stevens is back. Birthday. And yes! Medina joins us after a long hiatus. Damon! <laughs> okay, we did it. We did, we did it. it. That was and not planned. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. We are recording this week's episode on my 45th birthday. Uh, 45, feeling fine. Happy to be here. It, the, the crazy thing is when I stop to think that when I started hosting this show, I was 28 years old. Sprite mm. 28. <laughs> That's half the age you are now. Here I am at 45, still still keeping it going. Math checks Damon, if I, if I look half as good as you do when I'm 45... I won't. I'm not even going to say it because I won't. I just know I won't. I'm falling apart already and I'm in my early Just say 30s. one of those confusing Bilbo <laughs> statements where you're like, I like half as yeah. much of you yep. as half as much as you expect. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I thought. Well, we've got a great show for you this week. Uh, the, the great deluge of games in 2023 has begun. Lots of games out, lots of games to talk about. We all, we'll also be checking in with the Nintendo Seal of Quantity because since <laughs> a, week, a week has gone since our last check-in, so shovel where developers have released another 10,000 games into the eShop. <laughs> but first, uh, we begin this week with Dead Space, the Dead Space mm-hmm. remake, which will be out by the time you are consuming this episode. IGN's review went up today, give it a 9 out of 10. I've been playing a lot of it. I think I'm about halfway through. I know Sam has been playing it. Anyone else playing Dead Space? I think, I, I think yep. I'm halfway through as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, I love it. I think it's great. I, I loved the original Dead Space in 2008. And in my mind, I've always, I've still loved it, but I've never really revisited it since then. So I'm happy to find that uh, it, it holds up really well and it's better looking th- and playing than it's ever been. Cause they didn't just polish up, you know, the graphics, they sort of smoothed over some of the awkwardness of the puzzles and mm-hmm. the combat feels great. Um, I just love it. I don't think it could have turned out better. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I was telling Damon that like, I was, I just, we were living in an era and which when that game came out, I took for granted that there would just be Resident Evil 4-like games for the rest of my life, like a couple of them every year. And I was like, this is a pretty good Resident Evil 4-like game. And then they just stopped coming. Yeah. And then I go back and play this. I'm like, we're only playing remakes of Resident Evil 4 now in Dead Space, which is really <laughs> yep. funny. But uh, they're wonderful games, and they're so playable. And you hop in, and you feel powerful, and then you never have enough anim- ammo, and mm-hmm. you feel terrified. And it's so great. And I was the, the way I describe it is I remember it being this awesome, and like this is up, brought up to the expectation that I would have of what it would look like now, which is like this is basically what I remember it looking and playing mm-hmm. like then. But like I'm sure yeah. if I went back, it was, it's not like that at all. But it feels like a modern, fun Resident Evil like game, mm-hmm. and I just love little things about it. Like uh, every time you're, you're uh, like somebody calls you, the radio static. It sounds exactly like a shrieking skin monster. <laughs> and like there's like little jump scares that they just work into the background of the game like that, which are just so smart and cool. Yeah. I I always I always feel like every time like a remake or a remaster comes out, you know it's done its job when it's like it's it's as good as you remember, but it looks mm-hmm. how it feels like it should look in your mind you're you're just like this is how it's always looked and then you go back and play the old one and you're like oh my but i I have a little (laughs) bit of a unique perspective as i never played the original so interesting um yeah and so i uh i've been playing this one and to me i don't know like if you would have never told me that a game that this game existed and this was just a new game i would be like yep this is a new game and it's great like it doesn't feel 
old, I guess you'd say. Like, it, it works. I've been playing on PC, uh, mouse and keyboard. I think it works completely fine. It, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like an old game. It feels like it was made for today. And I know sometimes... Like the, in, the inspiration must be the Resident Evil remakes, like 2 and 3. Right, right. right. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's that type of feel. It's, it's a yep. better horror action game than was made back then. And we don't get a lot of these games. It's, it's disappointing, yeah. you know? Except for Callisto Protocol a month ago. <laughs> made by the same yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, inevitably... You know, people end up comparing this to Callisto. I think it's much better than mm-hmm. Callisto, which is just, it's interesting because as Mark pointed out, you know, you've got the co-creator of Dead Space making a spiritual successor. It just isn't, it's just not as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like the, the creature design is much cooler in Dead Space than it is in Callisto. The combat feels great. It doesn't have the sort of wacko punch out <laughs> dodge mechanics right. that yeah. Callisto does. <laughs> mm. Um it's really good. It's just like really cool. Like the original Dead Space isn't that old. It didn't really need to be fully remade, but they did it. And I really appreciate it. It's like, just like what a cool little like thing that EA and developer motive did. I love it. Mm. Is um, this a $70 game? It is a $70 game, mm-hmm. which some people have, you know, Ooh. expressed, Ooh. expressed disappointment with. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, the thing that's happening in our time and some of the other games we're going to talk about is that there's this big pressure to do, open world games that have about as much content as this Dead Space remake. Like, mm-hmm. we're spoken about 15 hours, you know? It's like, yep. it's kind of, this, like, and, and, and the overworld is, like, really not necessary in that game. So it's like, I kind of, like, there's so much more cleverness that can go into the layout and design and, and just spookiness of a horror action game when it's in this type of format. It's not on rails. You do retread. Right, mm-hmm. you have to like know passages, and you get shortcuts back to where you are. It's not like Metroid; you don't get like a big door yeah. door opener or anything. But you, if you retread, you get rewarded for it, and sometimes you get punished for it because there's just enemies back in that area. And yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just, it's focused, and I really like it yeah. for mm-hmm. that reason. Now, seventy dollars focused—that's tough, man. That's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a big price for a remake. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, um, but I will say, you know, it feels like it just has it has incredible high, incredibly high production values, you know, mm-hmm. especially for someone like Mark who didn't hadn't played the original. Like, yeah, like Mark, mm-hmm. would you like this feels like a fully like it should be a full priced game, right? That's what I was going to say is I, I feel like it depends on how you look at it. If you're very familiar with Dead Space, it's it's you've played it a million times. $70 probably tough to swallow. But like me just driving to the store and picking up this game that has according to how long to be is uh, you know it's like 12 hours for the main story and then 20 plus like and it's just completely brand new experience i don't i don't know what doesn't make that a 70 dollars game (laughs) you know Mm. colin is this something you want to play I am so jealous that all of you have been playing this game. Uh, I, we'll I unfortunately, no, I hopefully that'd be great. I'm, I'm we'll planning start a on go playing it tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give me that seventy dollars. It'll be the smallest GoFundMe ever. Um, uh, no, so whenever there's a game that I'm really excited about coming out, I will always sort of like plan a night to just like stay in, order like pizza, yeah, uh, drink mm-hmm. drink some soda, and just just <laughs> hunker down and go for it. And this is one of the games I'm going to do it for. Nice. And I, I could not be more excited. I have also never played the original um, because uh-huh. I, I've become a huge fan of horror games. But it was it it was around when Se- Resident Evil Seven got announced that I decided to sort of dig into the Resident Evil series and sort of play all the games leading up to it. 
And, and until before that point, I was like too much of a scaredy cat to really play horror games. And so this predated when I was playing horror games and I was actually like considering playing this on uh, game pass, the original version. Um, mm-hmm. And then this was announced. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to play the remake and I'm super, I, I for one, I'm actually pretty glad that it is um, very close to the original game. To my understanding, there's some new stuff, but it's, it's largely mm-hmm. like one-to-one, right? Is that accurate? Uh, your main character talks in this one, and I don't believe okay. he did in the original. Yeah, okay. he was silent in the original, but then he did speak in both two and three. So they're mm-hmm. just bringing parody across all gotcha. of them, I guess. So would you guys say if I play this game, you just go, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> 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 I think you're thinking of something else. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so in your in your all's opinion, do you think like if I play this version of the game, like it counts as me playing? Dead space. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Because, like, it, if you see on the screen right now, like a cutscene, like that, you can tell this, these are like cutscenes from back then, right? Because we actually made a comparison of it versus Callisto, and Callisto is like super cinematic, and that's just kind of how you expect games to be. It's like Josh Dumal's face is like super close to the screen, <laughs> where it's like this. I, I don't consider it like old or like outdated, but like mm. the Half-Life 2 style of watching a cutscene play out while mm-hmm. you can just be like running around and looking wherever, that's definitely mm-hmm. like of the era and they didn't change that. That's still gotcha. in this game. Cool. I love so, it. Was you- Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I was I was just- just- oh, sorry. Everyone's <laughs> so excited about Dead Space. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll go last. You, you go, Damon. I was just gonna say I love the the zero HUD experience. Your health is mm-hmm. on your back. Your ammo is on your gun. You know, yeah. prompts will pop up right when you step right in front of a locker to open it. It just it looks, makes for a really nice experience. It still feels fresh. The yeah. UI still feels clever, and you're like, why don't this is amazing? Other games have done this since then, but I don't remember them. I remember Dead Space Four, and every time you bring up your map, it's a projection in front of you. Every time mm-hmm. somebody's talking to you, you can walk around a room. And it is projecting in front of you. It's the, the technology is fully locked in the game. And here's another thing that if you haven't played Dead Space, or maybe you don't remember this about Dead Space, this game is a gravity gun game. And it yeah. completely mm-hmm. draws inspiration from Half-Life 2 mm-hmm. as much as anything. And you do so much manipulation of the environment, including really fun things where you can like rip a pipe off a wall once you know you can do that. Or you can smash a wall and pull a fan out of the wall. You know that, David? Mm-hmm. And then you can shoot that. You can use that as like a saw blade and shoot that. That's awesome. You constantly are moving around things and throwing them and saving ammo that way. Yep. And I just think that's just the most brilliant, uh, cool thing uh, along with the HUD about this game. And and the fact that they brought this into the modern time just shows like, like how ahead of the curve like EA was. And again, like, I just expected the games to go this direction and get them all the time. Mm -hmm. That is not what happened. This is like a, a very you know, limited genre still. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited. It's so, funny that you bring up the, the gravity gun thing. Cause I do the same thing as I did back in half-life It's like a monster's coming towards me. I like slow him down. I'm backing up and I'm just pulling whatever I can. And I'm like, yeah. here's a water or bottle. A here's <laughs> like a trash can. He's just like, okay, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love it. Yep. So what do you guys think is next for this team? Do you think they're going to remake dead space two, Or do you think maybe they'll go for like a new dead space? I don't, I don't know. know. Dead Space 2 is also very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be it's three that most people don't super love, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they swung too far away from horror. It's just more of an mm-hmm. action game, and there's all this mm-hmm. loot that you have to collect in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just kind of lost, it lost, its, it lost its way. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, Sam, I wonder if you agree with this, though. When comparing 
Dead Space remake to other modern survival horror games, I think I would prefer all the modern Resident Evils over this. Yeah, I think I think they have a better, um, I guess, just foundation in like uh, in like I, I don't know how to say this. Like they're like B movies. This is too, but um, and they just appeal to me on that kind of like corny level. And then they're just also like they have a little bit more cleverness with retreads and puzzles and mm-hmm. things that you kind of have to do. And then there's like a replayability, which I don't know about yet with Dead Space. So with, as soon as I beat Resident Evil 2 Remake, I, I replayed it immediately. And I did that with 3 also. I, I love mm-hmm. playing those games with what, what comes next. And they added a new game plus to this. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. really cool. But then again, I played Dead Space before. I actually worked on the guide for it. So I'm a little like, I thought I'd be a little sick of this game. But like, no, it has its claws in me. I will keep playing it. But I don't think I want to play it a second time. Mm-hmm. There is a new game plus. But I just I yeah. think... With the Resident Evils, there's a greater um, variety of environments. No matter where mm-hmm. the game is set, you always sort of like yeah, that's true. The issue is cool. Different like areas. it's neat the first time you like oh this is it a is cool. gritty mining ship, but it stays a gritty mining ship. And yeah, there's mm-hmm. moments where you're like this is kind of neat. I'm in a staff room or a bathroom, or whatever. And then you you have to realize too like a couple hours of this game are the same enemy. Like you mm-hmm. do like the, those the, the human like ones, and then like the baby like ones, and then it kind of opens up from there, but like not a whole lot. Whereas like, and like, I, I don't, I can't speak to Resident Evil's variety too much, but there's, it's kind of in this game, it feels like you, you, you learn an enemy type and then they throw a lot of them at you. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to the next one. They throw a lot of them at you. So it's like mm-hmm. not super creative. That way. Mm-hmm. What, what but, I appreciate about this game. I don't know if it was in the old ones, but like, Mark Medina, he's getting old. He he has a bad memory. And so I played and then I didn't play for like a day and I came back and I'm like, oh, no, I have zero idea where to go. Like just from a day because the you're right. The ship does look very similar, but there's like a button you push and it just tells you where to go. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah it's a perfect it's a perfect uh, uh, I use it all the time. It's a great tool in this game. Yeah. And uh, that that's really cool. And then the other thing is that zero G controls are so well thought out. Like I get in the zero G and it's like, press all these buttons. You're like, Mm -hmm. Oh no, this might be a little bit rough. And then you get in, you're like just flying around shooting things and gravity gunning. And I'm just like, how is this so well done? Like, it's Mm -hmm. just so well done. Like I, I, it just has better controls than, you know, most modern games easily. And it goes seamlessly to fly. That's so Mm -hmm. cool. I think, and I've, I think I've heard that the anti-gravity in the first game was like one of the worst parts of it. Um, it was like I remember oh, being good in two. I don't remember it being in one yeah. very much. In That's one, I think you just like pointed at a direction. You could just go there. You didn't gotcha. have free, free roaming. Oh, gotcha. so that little like blue circle that shows up when you can land. That yeah. was just like how you moved in the original. Oh, that's interesting. Around. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So they kind of almost like brought things that they introduced in yeah. later games and sort of brought it back. Yeah, game. which That's which cool. kind of shows you their hand a little bit, right? Like now they kind of have an engine that can run too, mm-hmm. basically easily. It seems like, and then like I think like they could make an original game too. But I don't know. I don't I, like the, the fun thing about this game too is that you discover the universe, and then like the more that you know about the universe <laughs> in the next game, it's like it's not that appealing of a universe. Like who cares? <laughs> in this game, it's fun. Like it's kind of it's kind of boundary pushing. Like it's mm. it makes a lot of comparisons to. Like a, a certain contemporary religion, which uh, yeah. is shocking. Like I can't believe it's in the game. Hmm. Ah, I like that. I like you know. I I like the whole ba- the basic concept of like this alien artifact that 
is discovered and makes people go crazy. Like that on its own is just a concept that I like. And it's just a hundred percent from Event Horizon, right? That's just like <laughs> ripped from that. Probably, I've never actually seen Event Horizon. Maybe I have. It's exactly that plot, okay. and it has a gotcha. bunch of like dismemberment mm-hmm. and skin and stuff on a scary spaceship. It's a, it's. Mm-hmm. I remember it being really fun to watch. Now, I mean, I, you could also say that uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey dealt with similar themes uh, because the monolith makes a bunch of apes hurt each other, and then it makes a computer go crazy. That happens, mm-hmm. right? It's true. No spoilers. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Dead Space is out. It's great. It's Damey recommended. Colin, how have you been enjoying Fire Emblem Engage? I've really been loving it. Um, I've been a Fire Emblem fan for a while, starting with like the the GBA games, which is I think around when they actually started bringing That's them to the US the start anyway. For us, right? Yeah. So. Um, I've been loving it. It definitely goes back to sort of the gameplay um, core of previous Fire Emblems. Uh, I felt like Three Houses got a lot more focused on the outside of combat stuff with you going around the monastery and and talking to people constantly. I I got to the point in that game and I finished Three Houses, but like I got extremely annoyed with how much I had to do while I was in the monastery and I just kind of wanted to keep going back to gameplay. But then the, the actual combat itself was a little bit shallow in that game and it didn't feel like you were really like playing around with things super intricately and this one it has the ring system where it has um all the these old uh characters from previous fire emblem games that sort of you can pair with the you know alive active characters in this mm-hmm. game and they can give them like special abilities um it's it's super in depth like they can even have them like learn new weapon types that they can wield and stuff and you need to know how to use certain weapons to be able to upgrade your classes for certain characters and so you can get those by like equipping them with this emblem like uh increasing your bond with that emblem and then like purchasing that specific trait and so it's like there's way more depth here to the gameplay and the systems than there was in the previous game. And it's just a lot of fun to play around with. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is definitely not as good. It's, it's, it's pretty vanilla. Um, and, and I was noticing this, the, the protagonist who two talks in this game at the very least um, is basically just like milk toast, nothing. Um, and I think a lot of that has just sort of come down to the last handful of Fire Emblem games. They kind of want to just make it an avatar for you to project yourself onto. And then mm. the other characters are the interesting ones. And that yeah. works better in Three Houses because those three characters um, who led the houses were like pretty strong and well-developed. But there's, they're not quite as well-developed with the side characters in this one. Um, I honestly feel like it's been since like um, Path of Radiance on the GameCube since like oh. They had like real honest to goodness characters as the main character in these games. Um, and, and you can almost feel that more strongly because you have all these emblems from these old games and you're like, oh yeah, Marth is a cool character. Like these, these characters were interesting in their own ways and now they just sort of feel like, all of them just sort of feel like, oh, they're this destined dragon and they're just always going to be the strongest member of your party and they're always just going to be like, you know. So... The story, all of that is is the only thing that's kind of dragging it down for me. But um, I've gotten to about the halfway point where things sort of go down. It's, it's pretty typical mm-hmm. for Fire Emblem games for there to be like a big shift in the middle. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to go into that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit pause, play Dead Space, and then play cool. the second half of this game. Cool. That sounds mm-hmm. like a great plan. Mm-hmm. I like Fire Emblem. If I were to, 
I was just going to say, I like Fire Emblem. I like tactics games in general. I skipped Three Houses, though, mm-hmm. uh, because all I ever heard people talk about was how they were having tea parties in their game, mm. and that, <laughs> that did not sound like fun to me. So I, mm. um, I've i got engaged, and I fired up, and I played through the tutorial and the first one or two uh, battles, whatever it is. So I've just, bas- just barely dipped my toes in it. Mm-hmm. But I will say, immediately upon starting it, I immediately regretted not turning on a Japanese uh, voice track because English <laughs> voice fair. acting is super annoying. But then when I looked in the menus, there actually isn't one. There's no Japanese oh, voice no. track. So, yeah, but did you did you go with the male or the female lead character? Female, but I don't think she's okay. the annoying one. It's like those kids and that's fair. Yeah, the the my least favorite voice so far is the male lead character, which oh, sucks because okay. he's in every scene. So <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, so but um, if I were to uh, turn off the battle um, animations and then skip every single cutscene, which is generally what I do with these games. And I still like, mm. um, would this, would this be just a fun series of like tactical battles? Probably. I, I'd, I'd say so. And there are, there is sort of out of combat stuff. There's this, um, I think it's called the Somnium um, where you go back to, and like you can buy new weapons and you can, um, do a bunch of cool things, upgrade the rings, um, and and bond with your characters a little bit more. But it's way more um, compact than the monastery was, and you can basically do like a loop of it and do everything you need to do in like five minutes, and then just get back okay. to the combat. Um, so yeah, you could probably just play it that way if you want to. And 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 one thing I didn't mention is you know this game kind of breaks the streak of like kind of kind of ugly first party uh, Switch games. Um, this game yeah. looks really good. I it, agree with that. For for hardware that's this old, like it, it, it looks great. It definitely looks better than Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just I mean, even though I just said I I turned them all off and skipped them, like just watching the videos of these animations, it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Like the character designs are kind of varied and you know not my thing, but they just look sharp and pretty. And like I just mm-hmm. like I like the way they're they're conveying. Sometimes that kind of half cell shade look doesn't look that great. But this this makes it. Mark, I think. Oh yeah, like... how's, how's the romance? <laughs> Are you I... asking me how the romance is? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I haven't encountered your romance actually. Uh, there halfway might be... through the game, no romance. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of it, and it's just like uh, there's definitely. <sighs> okay, so I'm trying to decide if I'm going to use this word or not. Okay, I'm going to use this word. Okay. Um, well, there's wow. a lot of characters that seem to be like vaguely horny for the main character. Um, and are just constantly talking about like how hot he is and how obsessed they are with him. And like a couple of characters have like a fan club for him. Um, but you don't actually like do any dating, at least so far in the game. So it's kind of funny. It seems like maybe they like knew that people would like miss out on that. So they, they included some wow. sort of like, if they took out like the kind of the home base management and the relationship management, that's a script down fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely feels like it's like back to basics um, for better and like maybe a little bit for worse. But like this is just really hitting the spot for me right now. So I like <laughs> it a lot. And Mark, I think you liked Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Is that right? Yep. Yep, I do. So, I love that game. Will you play Engage? No, uh, because <laughs> I have a friend who is playing it and she ah. said that she played 33 hours in one weekend. And that is all I need to know to know that I will not be playing this game. That is a lot of someone else. A lot of gameplay. That's just so much. Mark doesn't have that kind of time anymore or attention span. Like that's like I I if somebody says I played the game for 33 hours, if you didn't beat the game three times, 
then I'm out. <laughs> like I, that's too long. Wow, only short games from. Our I'm game. too tired, man. I'm way too tired. There's too much TV wow. to watch. I'm rewatching The Last of Us already. There's only two episodes, and mm-hmm. just, you gotta shave too- those seconds off those Mario 64 stars. Yeah, never. I will never sacrifice. <laughs> Yeah, I just, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I just got to get faster at beating it to make time for other things in my life. I get it. All right, well, I'll try. I've been trying for years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mark, did you play any Forspoken? Yes, I played a lot of Forspoken, unfortunately. Unfortunately, (laughs) well, well, yeah, yeah. uh, is out. It's gotten sort of uh, mediocre reviews across the board, I believe. Yeah. Not too surprising, right? There wasn't a lot of hype yeah. for that game pre-release. What, what, no. what did you think, Mark? That that game was the perfect example for uh, why game demos should exist, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because I was like, yeah, this looks cool. I'd like to play it. And then they put out a demo, and I think the world unanimously was like, nope, this isn't for me. Thank God I got to try it. And I was, I was along that group of people right like i was i played the demo and i was like i do not like this combat i do not like the cuff and uh and fray banter i thought the world even in a demo the world i could tell the world was going to feel empty um but i don't know if you guys know this but i work at ign.com so sometimes (laughs) you have to play games even when you're not excited for them (laughs) so booted up for spoken i think the music is great (laughs) i like the music a lot um, I thought the opening was like, okay. Uh, and then it's once you get into the open world that you're like, the first thing, one of the, the, one of the first things the game has you do once you enter the open world is it has you go across the entire map to go on a quest to find some dude. Mm. And you're just going and you're like, I, I don't care to stop it. Like any of this stuff. But this map is huge. Well, I care to stop it. Like every single crackdown orb possible. Right. And so I was doing that as well. I was stopping at the mana things and I'm like, I'm getting nowhere. I, I played for like a half hour. I was still in the same area because you're just running around. Yeah, then I'm like, oh, there's like 6,000 kilometers yep. or whatever it says. There's like a countdown. So finally, I had to just go tunnel vision. And yeah, exactly. I had like almost maxed out my skill tree before I even did that first mission. And uh, yeah, so overall i think it's fine i think the gameplay isn't like offensively bad i think the combat's like i think it's okay i i've actually been more down on the combat than other people i've been talking to tom who reviewed it and he's like i really like the combat and i'm like i don't like i don't think it's very good um and then yeah i think the story is really bad i think the writing is super poor um yeah and the game is just not that pretty I yeah. am surprised that it's like PS5 exclu- like exclusive as in like it's not on PS4 because it's kind of like Gotham Knights. It's weird. Like that game wasn't that pretty either, but they canceled the old gen version. And so it makes me terrified to think if this game was on PS4 because it, it has no one great on PS4. 64 era fog. It no does. Way. And they even try to explain it. They're like, hey, guys, it's foggy because it's, of the break. And I'm like, no, it's foggy because the, the game looks bad. The, the main antagonist in the game is a fog. And it it fogs, you know, as far as your your draw distance. Yep. Yep. That's definitely, you know. That's it right there. That's the stuff. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, you played a bunch of this too. uh, Yeah, I played a ton. In fact, I I can relate to everything Mark's saying. Um, One, one, like, it's just kind of, okay, I have a couple things to say. One is this kind of is an example of, like, how kind of just kind of poorly thought out it is. in the intro, which is very long and set in a city, 
um, where you go through this kind of like kind of embarrassingly uh, bad backstory. Uh, <laughs> while that's happening, your character goes home and picks up a copy of Alice in Wonderland oh. and like uses on it. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> and is literally it's like real bad. I I she she like verbally says, "I wish I could just." slip down a rabbit hole and disappear so, into and, another world and i'm like are you yeah. kidding me yeah so she like, just she just stands there saying man yeah. i'm a real fish out of water here yeah 100 percent. It, it, it's it, it, clever it ain't and so it it, it goes from that into you know a, a, a narnia knockoff right yeah. and so it kind of it kind of does that thing and um people are all kind of stupid in it they're they, mm -hmm. they all like kind of ignore like really weird obvious things and it's just whatever but then you look at the pedigree of the game this is yeah. the team that made final fantasy 15 which is also pretty stupid right <laughs> but like it's final fantasy so like mm -hmm. it gets a pass for a lot it doesn't take itself as seriously it's got chocobos you know mm -hmm. uh nobody's gonna give that game a, a, a award for writing um but like that team made this and then if you look at the credited writers which i know didn't end up polishing this game amy hennig Gary Whitt. What? Those are what? credited. Those mm -hmm. are look. I'll go on Wikipedia. What? It has an it has an amazing team. I am not saying these people are bad at their jobs or anything like that. I'm just saying like they had some options here, maybe at one point mm -hmm. to go in different directions. But where this game ended up was probably not what we expect. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just like I, I like wonder what it could have been. Um, and then there's a, there's just some like things that drive me crazy. Like like the character. It seems like it's a YA game. Like it's supposed to be, well, mm -hmm. young adult fiction. Yeah. Seems like it's set for like teenagers. There's like swears are like every other word. Yep. And it's like because it's really well. like obvious like how scripted the swears are. And it's mm -hmm. like F bombs and S bombs. And like oh, yeah. it would be funny, but the characters aren't likable. So it's like this is just people swearing at each other, which is strange. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's happening. And then uh, you know, like the, the teeth look bad, for example. You're just like, I don't like looking at everybody's teeth in this game. There's like <laughs> weird things like that where you're just like, What what happened here? So mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, the, the, the good thing to say about this is like, I think it's really cool that a team of Square Enix is like, you know, new developers didn't get put on a Final Fantasy project after they made a Final Fantasy game. They got put on a project, they have to make whatever they want. That mm. should be something that happens more often. Mm. And then we get experiments that are like this, and we get experiments that are like better games, right? And that's mm. fine. That, that's a healthy industry. So I, I have nothing against the game or its mm -hmm. creation. I think it's cool that it exists. Yeah, it is cool that Square Enix tried something so different for them. You know, when they 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 just pump out they just pump out so many games every year uh, that are like based on their existing franchises. Colin, I I think you generally like Square Enix games, is that right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But any uh, for you? I have not played it, and I am not going to. What uh, if I told you it had Moogles <laughs> in it? Does it actually? Okay, then uh, even if it did, like uh, if it, if it were a numbered Final Fantasy game, I would play it purely to be like a completionist. But like yeah. I, I've seen enough, I've heard enough. I've uh, seen enough. <laughs> there's 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 enough games coming out soon and actively that I want to play. That like I'm not going to spend my time playing something that I'm pretty sure is not going to be. This yeah. is this. So let me level a criticism of this game that I can level a God of War, and I did. Mm -hmm. uh, the character in this game does not want to be doing the things that she's doing. Ever. Mm -hmm. She's just like mm -hmm. reluctant, like you know, they call that a like, reluctant hero or whatever. That is not an archetype that's fun to play in a video game because you're just forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do the entire mm -hmm. time. And it feels bad. 
And it's the same thing with Kratos where like, at least, you know, uh, in this game, I think there's a, I don't know. She's, she's adventuring for the first time. And that Kratos is like, maybe stop going on these God killing mm-hmm. adventures. If you hate it this much, no, he doesn't get drawn <laughs> back into it. The, the difference the the difference there is that, yeah, Kratos doesn't want to do it, but Atreus, the dialogue yes. between the two, like, kind of, you can understand why he's being pushed to do this thing and the consequences of the world. And, like, you understand that stuff. Where in this, your, your Atreus is cuff. And he doesn't cuff, want to do it either. He's just, he's just <laughs> like, he's offended by the fact that you don't. That you want to go back home, like he's just offended well, by that too. notion. And, well, and, and also, he's not helpful. You're like, what could be happening in this world? Is like, there's no way to know. That's his answer to everything. They also just actively disagree with each other because they think that that's funny. Like, she'll take a picture and she'll be like, "That's a good picture," and he'll be like, "Eh, it's passable." Why? Why and is then it she passable? Just says, F you, and they move on. That's actual dialogue in the game, right? And it, it's it's just like it, that doesn't make sense. Or he'll be like, "Oh, this is like something you should try to do more, like or whatever." And she'd be like, "Nah, I don't want to." And it's like they're they're only they're, they had a giant whiteboard that it was just like they need to disagree with each other. So it doesn't matter what dialogue is written, as long as they disagree, it's funny. But it's not funny. Nope. <laughs> it's just not. No. Nope. Mm. Oh well, that is the story of Forspoken. That's Let's it. talk about it. Summed it up. <laughs> Let's talk about a game that's not out yet, and that is Redfall. But at least we now mm. finally know when it is going to be out. Redfall will be out on May second, ten days before The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. That doesn't mean a lot to anyone who only owns an Xbox, but for us, mm. oof, we gotta be, we gotta play Redfall really fast. Mm. <laughs> Mark, every Mark, every X every Xbox person is going. Uh, it's on PC as well. You know, I don't <laughs> like when you call it the Xbox a console. I I've I, learned I, I, this. <laughs> uh, can I? I don't know. I don't know how much I care about Redfall. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it looks cool, but I don't super love Arcane Games. I could not get into Deathloop. Uh, th- oh this, my god! Are you kidding me? Not at all. I, I would think Deathloop's a Mark game and has like such short little segments you can yeah, eat in like it's four great, hours. Yeah, great for speedrunning. Did not love that game. Uh, we did do a Devs Direct to speed runs for it though, so I recognize I reckon you know game recognizes game, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't like it. Um, this game, I, I, I think it really depends on how willing my group of friends is going to be to play it. I think we can have some fun as a group, um, but looking from what I've seen, this this looks like a video game. This doesn't look like something I'm just going to like lose my mind over is what I'm saying. Like, it looks like a game I'll try. I'll play it over the weekend, but like, is this going to be my new obsession? Probably not. It Mm. looks like a game. I'll give it a shot. It's on game pass. Why not? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pass this, um, this presentation sold me on it. I was already intrigued because I like arcane a lot, but I didn't quite know it. Like its identity was and, and gameplay wise, it still looks very arcane which is great because they, they know what they're doing. Um, but just the idea of sort of going around killing all of these different vampires, uh, all of the sort of different specific abilities that these characters have and how they can like interact with each other. Uh, we, I was watching the stream with uh, my team, the social team, and like immediately four of us were just like, yeah, when this game comes out, let's all just like play through this game together. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, it's almost this like sort of a, a more cartoony uh, four player death loop in, in a way, obviously it's not going to have the same like loop system, but mm-hmm. uh 
I'm just really excited for this. Just just gameplay alone, I trust that Arcane's going to make a fun game. So I'm excited. Kind of reminds me of Borderlands, like when you're looking at like the different mm-hmm. spells and abilities, and if you strip out the like talk like overly long like cutscenes my favorite thing to do in like borderlands 3 was like i want to try a new character but it's hard because you know those intros are so long and it, it, you have to stand there and watch lilith do stuff if this is something that i can be like now i want to try this character and jump in like i find that yeah. super interesting because all of the characters look very different yeah sam what, how are you feeling about redfall first of all this area is supposed to be procedurally generated which i thought was interesting oh. just this huh. area yeah, there's there no there's areas of the game which are okay. so that was one of them. You can tell it's like a corridor, like so. <clears throat> that's kind of cool. Mm. Okay, so I underestimated like everybody Deathloop, right? So I'm just <laughs> not going to do that anymore with arcade games. If there's a big single player game with like a lot of clever uh, combat potential, and they said in this thing, which I don't know if it's true or not, mm-hmm. they're like you can play this like our other games. Yeah, yeah. want to sneak? You can, but like. I also played Gotham Knights, and I saw how bad Batman was, you know, uh, kind of nerfed by a multiplayer game. So, like, mm-hmm. that's possible, too. There's there's both possibilities, right? And, like, I'm not going to play a Left 4 Dead. I'm just not going to. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I want I want to play a cool arcane single-player game. So, mm-hmm. if that's there, we'll see. Yep. Yep. That's They're exactly saying that this is closer to Far Cry than it would be mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead. Like open world, kind of go anywhere. That that's just what they're pushing. Like they've specifically been trying to squash the notion that this is anything like Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. They're they're also very trying to like push that this is a single player game and a multiplayer game, and that you're not losing out on either experience if you choose one or the other. Which is yeah. also exciting because I like doing both. Mm. Yeah, that'll be the big question for me. If it's actually fun to play by myself, like Borderlands is. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then I can get into it. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? What, the release date of May 2nd, what does that tell us about when Starfield might be out? Because mm-hmm. I don't it's think it's probably coming, not coming out on May 2nd. That's what yeah. And I don't think it's <laughs> going to come out in the first half of the year. I think it's, not, it's, I think it's their winter game. I, mean, um, I think so too. They just haven't I, announced that yet. I think they've needed that time. Uh, I, I, frankly, I don't think it looked particularly good when we saw it um, at. Uh, was it was it E three technically like the showcase was, or whatever? Whatever summer gaming, whatever their E three yeah, yeah, yeah. their E three replacement yeah. was last year. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't remember which year they did a digital E three and which ones that they just like scrapped it anymore. The, the last three years have been a blur. Um, but uh, it just didn't look like it was particularly close to completion. Then then of course they delayed it uh, like into the next year and now they've delayed it, it probably are delaying it even further. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, maybe they'll go for the 11, 11 date. It'll just be 11, 11, 23 mm-hmm. <laughs> instead. Um, and I think that's probably enough time to get it to, to where they want it to be. Um, and I, I, pe- I genuinely would not be shocked if this went into 2024 um Jeez. but uh i don't think it will i, I think it's just going to be late 2023 yeah mark what so do you think feeling. i it's hard uh you know we don't we don't comment on on leaks or speculation but there there was a, a leak about uh, hi-fi to. rush and that person has also said other things that you're like huh and that that they're saying that starfield is likely to be in the first half but that it might not i don't know that it may not be in the best condition but i don't know i don't know what that means for a bethesda game anyways because most of their games don't launch in the best condition and that's so saying that as someone who 
loves Fallout 4 and works at this company because of Fallout 4. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Selfishly, I want the game as fast as possible. But also, I really love fall games, right? I really love taking break over Christmas or, or, or uh, you know, Thanksgiving and just like playing a game. And if this does come out, you know, in the first half, it's going to be after Redfall. So you have to assume it would be around June. Man, it's E3 and like that sounds really stressful for uh yeah, this big game. A lot know? of other games coming out in June. Right. There's there's it's a very it's a very stacked year. So it's like I don't know. With Redfall and Starfield, I feel like Xbox should try to space it out a little bit more. So mm-hmm. two months that you have these two like super hyped games and they're gonna come out within a month or so of, of the each other. Like I yeah. unless they have something else, like Hellblade 2 is their fall game. I would personally, Mark well, I think Spencer Starfield, would save it. <laughs> Starfield would be a bigger fall game than Hellblade 2. Sure. I, I I agree. But if they can be like, hey, yes, Redfall, then Starfield. But don't worry about fall because we also have Hellblade. What would suck is for both of these games to come out before, June, you know, around June and then have nothing for fall except for like Forza, right? Which is Forza at some point, know. too. Right? <clears throat> I don't know. Sam, right. what do you think? I think it's out. The, I don't think they're going to change it. I think they just needed a little bit more time, and they'll stick to it because they said they were going to. And Bethesda has done amazing things before, including announcing a game and then putting it out six months later. And I think they, more than other studios, know their timing better. Mm-hmm. And so I, you- I don't think I don't think they care what what's happening on Xbox for this fall. I just don't mm-hmm. think Bethesda Xbox has nothing to do with it. They're not telling them to hold their game. Bethesda will do whatever they want and this was their plan and they'll put it out and they probably have plans for the fall and, and so does Xbox mm-hmm. but there's no bearing on this I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they because they said that there's going to be a Starfield specific showcase soon mm-hmm. uh, so I'm very excited to see where it's at and um, sort of taking a step back and thinking about it th- that they are about to do like a big showcase again they know that it has to be in like a very presentable state um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back on my prediction that it's possible for it to slip into 2024. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I do still think it's gonna be late 2023. I think Diablo, Starfield, and Street Fighter Six are all coming out in June now. That and, Final and Final Fantasy Sixteen. And Final Fantasy Sixteen. Yikes! And E3 is <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they wanted to do that and technically sneak it in before the end of the first half of the year, June 30th is on a Friday. This year, so perfect. Hmm. perfect. Put it out. Be like, we, 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 we held to the plan. We held yeah. to did, did Damon just <laughs> announce the release date? <laughs> we kept our promise. June 30th, Starfield is out. You heard it here first, folks. Yep. Okay, back to games that are out now. It's time to check in with the Nintendo Seal of Quantity, which is your guarantee that there is absolutely nobody watching the Nintendo eShop Anyone can publish anything on that store. And we've got some good ones to highlight this week. Uh, I think my favorite one this week is called That's a Cow Deluxe Edition. It's a cow phone. The, the deluxe edition <laughs> of That's a Cow, which is the oh, thing that's oh, weird. It certainly is. Whoa. Huh. Whoa, utter jets. <laughs> they are, they are earning the deluxe name right now, I could tell the you. The weird that. thing is that... Um, the deluxe edition is $2, but the regular ass edition is $6. So I don't know what's happening there. Um, so the description of this is soar through the air and don't get milked in this cute game. 
one of the lines in the description just says jet jet utters with no punctuation. I'm, then you are an animal rocket. Launch yourself and don't get shot down. And then it says in another line, new goodies every hour, no punctuation. Shoot enemies with a stream of white drink. To make them <laughs> as gentle as sheep. No. <laughs> this is a very rare seal of quantity game that actually has gameplay that we watch. Yeah. yeah. I, that, I think that, I would actually, I would play this. That like, actually looks, looks like, looks like, like a video game. I'm That's surprised. It says, use the milk or other liquids to fly away. Push physical obstacles or stop your enemies. Shuffle your hooves and don't hold back. Under key okay. features, under key features, it says, shooting a stream of milk and more. What? That's it. What's, what they, the they couldn't name they one like more key feature? Uh, chocolate milk. Chocolate milk would be good. Yeah. Strawberry milk? Mm. Chocolate banana milk? milk? It'd be brown drink. Mm. I've had banana milk drink. from a 7-Eleven. It was great. I liked it. I bought it as a joke, and I actually liked it. Banana? Yeah, I was like, banana milk. What is this? And I actually liked yeah. it. I thought it was good. Was it like, is it like Nestle that makes that? I've seen yeah, it. yeah. It's one of those, like, you go to 7-Eleven, there's like 17 different kinds of milk, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot, and it was good. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that is That's a Cow Deluxe Edition. Our next pick this week is called Arcade Machine Clown Hunt. Uh, it's, this one is two dollars it says new arcade machine for one or two players hunt for the clowns is wild clowns are here to ruin your evening at fun fair don't let them get over your head and show them you can deliver a clean ah, joke there too. he is that <laughs> is that has got to be one of the most terrifying clowns i've ever seen in my life i'm gonna be honest yeah. with you yeah it's right out there with killer so clowns. yeah so, some kind of some kind of exploitation of i guess killer clowns and I think it's why, like a why is, gallery. It's like why is his hair great? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I demand more bottles. Oh, there we go. There shooting, shooting gallery. So under features, it says super scary giant clown boss with his knives out. Mm. <laughs> Enough guns to pick up for up to two players. And cool. it says the night of reckoning is upon us. First gophers and now this survive at all costs. What does gophers oh. have to do with? So maybe what? there's like, is a this gopher? a sequel? Shooting gallery. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there was arcade machine gophers before this. Yeah, maybe. That is arcade machine clown hunt. It'll set you back two dollars. Yikes. Next one, I only put on here because of what a blatant ripoff is, and maybe Justin is the only one who could appreciate this. Does anyone know Peppa Pig? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, out this week is a ubiquitous referenced. Okay. Out out this week is a game called Hippo. Little Red Riding Hood, and I hope Jobert could pull this up because it's wow. so blatantly a Peppa wow. Pig. That is, that's uh, there she is. It's even, that's it's Peppa even Pig. the same animal friends that Peppa Pig has. Yeah, but this that, is I, hippo. That's a hundred percent just like, uh, you know, my cousin's daughter sees a game on Switch and goes, Yep, I want this. It's a Peppa the Pig yeah. game, and they yep. just buy it. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Those that fish one, from our TikTok video are probably gonna buy that game. <laughs> This game costs $10, by the way. Wow. Five premium times premium price. Five times as much so, as That's a Cow Deluxe Edition. Yeah. What do you think that pig's name on the right there is? It's just shameful. Yeah. Pepper. Yeah, a pig in it. I love that there's no depth with her nose. It's just like, it's just over here. And you're supposed to believe it's a snout. But there's like no shadow or nothing. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's so, this, you know, this, oh, this game is intended, it's intended for a very young children to play and there's lots of games like that on the eShop. That's why this next pick it's called Kindergarten Buddy Edition. I was fully expecting 
a game that was intended for children. But my first clue that something was off is that there was an age verification that you had to enter <laughs> before getting to the kindergarten cool. buddy editions wow. game page. And the uh, the description is uncover a grand conspiracy by living the same day over and over again with the power of friendship, excessive violence, and nuggets. You will discover the truth. Like kindergarten nuggets? buddy nuggets. edition brings all the fun and janitor attacks of both kindergarten and kindergarten two into one unholy package. Learn to share, help Cindy bully an innocent girl, get other kids expelled, and take some pills. <laughs> That's what you do Take in some pills. That's what you do in kindergarten. Take some pills. Yeah. It's like postal plus bully plus yeah. the, yeah. the 13-year-old game designer. Yeah, plus with Dr. Kind of, Mario. With bad pixel art as with it's a worse style. graphics than Earthbound. Yeah. Right. Those are your main picks. Honorable mention. Uh, these are some game tiles that stood out to me. I did no investigation to see whether they actually qualify as shovelware. I just liked these game titles. And they include Yeah! Fighting girl. <laughs> thought that was a pretty good one. That's pretty. The good. next one is Japanese escape from the room with sturdy door. Oh yeah, there's yeah. Oh, fighting girl. I love that they just went to Google Images, typed anime girl, <laughs> clipped her out, and put her in front of some clouds. And that's like a Pokemon font. That's so. <laughs> uh, the next one is Japanese escape from the room with sturdy door. Mm. <laughs> You see, when the, dirt, when the door is sturdy, it becomes much harder to escape not, the room. Not a Japan. sturdy door. That's the worst yeah, possible yeah. scenario. No, you ain't trying escaping to escape from, from that. You got to solve the puzzle. Look way, at those mist level graphics. Yeah, way too sturdy. Yeah. Oh, this is 100% just pictures that you're clicking yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. actually, I, I walked back what I said earlier. I am going to throw this on the uh, shovelware pile. <laughs> 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 There's so much empty space in this escape room. Uh, not a... S- uh, the last one this week, the title I like is Santa Claus Goblins Attack. Huh. It is the season for both holidays. Yeah. yeah. You know, so January. <laughs> Santa Claus Goblins Attack. I mean, they, couldn't, I, they couldn't ship it. They couldn't get it shipped by Halloween. They that's Santa their, Claus they their Santa from those down. old like claymation like style like yep. movies. That's just yeah. him. This looks like a cool schmup. But then the yeah, goblin. He looks like from Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, yeah, I everyone, guess. Everyone remember in late last year when the official Twitter account for Santa Claus Goblins Attack posted that image. Like, to our fans, we're, we're very uh, sorry to have to announce we're going to have to delay the release of Santa did Claus the, Goblins Attack. The big yellow background. We have gameplay, we, we, have gameplay, we promise. Yep. We got some screens we'll show you. You know, elves were already part of the Santa cinematic universe. Um, yeah. So goblins being part of it, too, just makes sense. It's yeah. just natural. Is a, is a natural stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was the Nintendo Seal of Quality, the gift that keeps on giving week yeah. after week after week. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions, our suggestion this week comes from Tyler in Seattle, Washington. Mm. Wow, this is an efficient episode. Maybe our questioning can be efficient. Let (laughs) the questioning begin. We got it in in 20 last time, Colin. That was was freaking me out. I think that one just sort of came down to... uh, That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were circling it for a while, so... Well, what was it again? I can't even remember. It was Ace Attorney. 
Sorry, spoilers if people haven't watched last week's episode. I, we, we, I think you said the name of it. Sense. These are sequential. It'd be weird to watch them out of order. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you said the name of it um, like five questions before the end. But like yeah. we we didn't think that it was on the Wii, so we just kept sort of being like, I don't know, Zach and Wiki. Um, but yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> different different twenty questions now. Uh, was this game released in this century? Yes. Oh boy. Was this game released in the uh, after uh, January 1st, 2010? 2012. Yeah. 2012? Yeah, no, so 2012. Sure. Yeah. We'll keep it to. Okay. Was this released in the year jump. 2012? No. Okay. So it's between okay. 2000 and 2020. So, we, can, we can live with that. Let's see here. Um, Was this a console exclusive? Yes. We'll call it a. Mm. We'll call it a platform exclusive. Uh, okay, gotcha. So probably also on PC, I assume, is what we can infer from that. Um, I guess there's a lot of Xbox games that have that. Sorry, so we're I between... Think, uh, uh, first of all, I think what Damon was just implying is that it's not on a, it's on a handheld or... Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, thank you. So we're yeah, between 2000 and, and 2012. So this, is, mm-hmm. this would be pre-PS4, Xbox One. No, don't make me full screen while I'm thinking. I, the audience can't know that. <laughs> did, this, uh, did this come out in in a, in a cartridge format? No. Oh. Okay. Could hmm. be digitally. Could be PSP. Oh yeah, we didn't ask if it's a WMD. <laughs> hmm. uh, Not a WMD. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait. Yeah, my yeah, bad. UMD. No. <laughs> no UMD. That's my bad. <laughs> They Sorry, I'm still thinking WMDs. about cows and udders attacking, and I, I I can't get it off my brain. Uh, uh, I'm all messed up. That's Is a cow. <laughs> An udder of mass destruction. Ex- um, that's what UMD stands for. <laughs> now we know. Definitely not universal. Works on everything. I liked it. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, so uh, was this game on a handheld? Handhelds were thriving during that time. Hmm. Mm-mm. What okay. what do you mean by handheld? Okay, so was this game on DS or PSP? Hold on, or- Mark. Hold on, Mark. Hold on, I, I, Mark. I'm- was this a was this a, a cell phone game? Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm starting to think. Okay, okay. Yes, oh, and that, I mean. yes, yes, and that's okay. five. Awesome, awesome. All right, it's, ang- it's Angry Birds, the only uh, cell phone game. It, it very much could be. Um, yep. How do we how do we narrow this down, generally speaking, so we don't get like too into the weeds with specific titles? Well, how about this? Was this game well received? Yes. Okay. So, well, I, I guess I guess the thing I'm worried about is that Blade game that IGN gave a ten to. It's probably that. Oh God! What was that called? It was like two, na- two words, like I believe. Blade or Iron Blade or Unlimited. All right. Something. Why do we have a mobile game when Justin's not here? I know, God. But is it mobile Infinity only? It, I think. Oh, I, think I you're do right. remember Infinity I Blade. I remember right. okay. that was like the first mobile game right, where it's like you have to have this pocket. phone. We've come up with a single mobile game name. All right, a <laughs> yes. single mobile game so far. I think we're doing great. I think we're doing great. Yeah. Um, Zoom, Zune. Is that what's called? Zune, the mobile game. Zune. Uh, that was a. MP3 oh. player back in the day. Yeah, I believe it was on the Microsoft uh, MP3 player. Oh, I had a I had a poop brown Zoom. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Zoom Zuma. I can't remember. All right. 
Anyway, uh, was this a, was this a a, a a puzzle game? No. Okay. Um, I would definitely consider Angry Birds that, a puzzle would, game. Yeah, and, and Candy Crush. And, uh, how how about rope? this? You guys remember Cut the Rope? Yeah, that was the where's, thing I said. where's where's the water? The hook, man, this is uh, yeah. classic. Uh, how about how about this? Uh, is this game a fantasy game? Yes. Okay, it's probably. I mean, oh, Infinity it might Blade. be Infinity Blade. It'd be sword and sorcery too. Um, was this game uh, was this game uh, praised for its high graphical qualities? Yes. Oh, it's I, definitely. Infinity. I mean, what else can we possibly? do? That's what it was to... called, right? It's called well, Infinity. How many Blade? questions are we on? Like less you've than asked, ten. You've asked nine questions. Oh, right, you just want to guess it? We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. All right. Blade. No way. Yes, it is Infinity. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I did. That saved us like ten questions on our big count for the year. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Who would have Who would have thunk that it would be Infinity so, Blade and we'd get it in ten? Wow. Questions. This game looks great. Yeah. yeah it really. Two thousand engine three. 10, damn. 2010 Unreal Engine, um, developed by Chair, who did um, uh, Shadow Complex. That was called yes. that. Mm, great game. And, uh, and Epic Games, published by Epic Games. So, yeah, mm. this was like a big deal at the time. Oh, man. But so they what made, happened to Chair? They made, they're still around. They made three of these games, but only, they were only ever on iOS. And now they've been delisted. So they're mm. just gone. These three games are just. I, I remember this was like it was it was a big deal. It was like I had the iPhone 3G or whatever, and it was like it it barely works on that phone. You have to have the better phone, and that was like kind of a weird thing because yeah. like Angry Birds worked we'll on everything, you, right? and so we'll sell it to you. Yeah. Oh well, actually, that's an iPhone 3G right there, and it's working Look fine. So maybe iPhone, I'm just. I love it. <laughs> that was pretty mind blowing in 2010. You know, 13 years ago, you were yeah. looking at this on your phone. I wonder whose fingers those are. Um, and then Sam, I don't know if you've ever encountered this. <laughs> uh, it could be Hillary. It could be Hillary Goldstein's. Yeah, he um, loved that game. Yeah. Give it ten, right? Yeah, Sam. I don't know if you've ever encountered this. They port, ported this to arcade, and it's like motion sensing. Yeah. We just wow. swipe your arms. What an experimental game. Um, this really took the office by storm, and I think IGN championed it a lot. Otherwise, it might have been <laughs> more. But like, I think we gave it a ten, right? I think so. Yeah, or at least a nine. Be very high. Um, and then to answer your uh, your question, Sam, I forgot that Justin wasn't going to be on this week. <laughs> or else I would have used this for Well, that. maybe he would have muddied the water. Now we can, like, now no, we can I let can, him know. I can name a hundred games that this could be. Yeah. But maybe, maybe iPhone games are too easy because I have to give qualifying answers like, wait, uh, no. maybe. What do you it consider handheld? Or... The other game I was thinking of was Sword and Sorcery. Do you remember that? That yeah. like, good that pixel, was, um, but it was like, it was pretty fun. That was Cappy. Oh, it was. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. Infinity Blade. Nicely job. You guys got there. Thank you for the suggestion. Tyler in Seattle, Washington. Viewers and listeners, if you have your own suggestions for a video game, 20 questions, email them to me at the address gamescoop at IGN.com. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you to Sam. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Mark. Thank you to Jobert working behind the scenes make this episode possible my name is damon i'm gonna go eat a whole bunch of sushi now so i pass <laughs> out and we're out yeah happy birthday happy, happy birthday. birthday enjoy birthday sushis thanks everyone